This is the Finding What's True podcast. This is a podcast about being really honest with yourself and seeing what happens when that truth is your compass. Let's see where it takes us. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. How are you? I am one week out from driving away in a 31-foot RV with two kids, a cat, and a small white dog. And there are quite a few things that need to happen between now and next Friday. (laughs) Um, We kind of need to pack again. We kind of need to pack up the um, version of life that fits in this house and uh, and crunch ourselves down into the version that will fit into an RV. So that's going to be another reality check. And I was just feeling so ready to get on the road, like really feeling like, like the Band-Aid has just been being pulled off very slowly um, with us being here next door to the old house and and just kind of waiting for this day and I'm just ready to rip it off and set out. But I think it's also been kind of a good training ground because we went from, you know, not a super big house, but you know, 17 square feet down to, I don't know if this house is maybe 13 or 12. It's, it's smaller and it still has our friend Pam and Chris's things in it. So it's felt very crunched, just kind of like we're kind of moving around stuff. And, um, you know, I'm bumping into the island and having to be very mindful about where things go and keeping the clutter to a minimum. So it's been good practice. <laughs> um, but I'm really ready to get just into a space that's just our, our own and and just get out, get out, get away, get on the road, see some really big trees, see some friends, and see what this adventure has in store for us. I, I still find it funny that we're doing this. This was never something that we really dreamed about. It came about uh, the idea came about very spontaneously as we were driving down from Mount Baldy here and we saw somebody driving up in one of those, uh, those vans, those like pop-up conversion vans. And, um, we'd been thinking of a way to allow me to quit my job and us have a lot of freedom, right? Financially. And uh, we'd gone through a few different scenarios and I threw out the idea. I was like, what if I quit my job and we just live in an RV for a year and we just travel around and, um, oh my gosh, we both got so excited. We're like, oh my gosh, that sounds crazy. And then of course, once we got on social media, which as I shared, I, I wasn't on social media before this year. This was like my first time diving into this wonderful world, um, I realized that a lot of people do that. A lot of people live full-time in RVs and just travel around and with kids. And some people even do it um, in vans, which I think that is just really incredible. 
And I would really like to interview someone who does that on my podcast because I think that has to be something that's like so true for you that you are just so chill with all of that closeness (laughs) with your family. Um, Because I love my family, um, but I'm also an extreme introvert and I also recently discovered this term called empath or highly sensitive person. And, um, I was looking down the list of all the characteristics and it was like, yep, yep, yep. (laughs) Um, and people who fall into that category just generally become like overstimulated by sounds, uh, colors, even touch chaos, um, is hard. (laughs) They need a lot more alone time. Um, a lot more like down charge, you know, um, just to get kind of recentered. So why I got excited about this, I don't know, because it should be like my own personal version of hell, like no alone time. <laughs> um, a lot of chaos and, um, you know, just very close proximity to large, to a loud children. Um, but it got us really excited. It got me really excited. And we decided not to do it for a year just because, um, that seemed like a little too much as we sat with it. And we went and we rented an RV and we stayed overnight in it and just felt like, yeah, you know, I I think it might be too much for us right now. I, uh, I homeschool our oldest and the idea of trying to do that with a three-year-old in the RV and then my partner sometimes having to like fly back to do his work, that didn't feel exciting. So I am proud of us that we were following that feeling and very quickly like open-heartedly getting excited about something together, discussing all the possibilities and then kind of letting it sit and going, hmm, (laughs) maybe not this version, Maybe not this flavor, but how about this flavor? So, so the flavor that we are uh, about to consume hopefully will be delicious. <laughs> and um, I'm excited to do more episodes from the road because I think, I don't know, I just have high hopes and maybe that's not a good thing. Um, but what's interesting is this week, you know, there was a lot that I felt like we had to do, we had to prepare for, we had to go out and get. And a part of me realized that it's probably a lot like, um, you know, I don't know if you've known somebody who's been pregnant or if you yourself have been pregnant, but you know, you, you're really excited. And so you, you go and you do all this research and you go down this rabbit hole of like all the things that you must have in order to be a good parent. And I think, you know, we kind of did the same thing or like going down the rabbit hole of all the things that we must have to be successful RVers. And the truth is, is that, you know, when you have your baby or when you, I'm sure when we go on this trip, there's going to be things that we have that we don't like or things that we find out we need. So, um, even though I tried to talk myself down off that ledge of, um, over preparation. It's a hard one for me. Um, and it's, it's hard because it doesn't really serve me at all. It definitely 
ramps me up into like stress and um, like the worry becomes irritability and and like pushing really hard to check off all the things on the list and and I know that's connected to some story around perfectionism right um, and then like this little voice that's like well you don't know what you're doing so you better be getting this this and this and then it becomes very low vibe very quickly um, and and doesn't take you anywhere fun and um, that was kind of how we started the week out I had a lot of like REI trips and I was getting progressively crankier and then I tried to set my alarm for 4.30 in the morning because my kids are early risers and I thought, well, I'm going to let this be easy. I'm going to stop trying to meditate and read and get my alone time during the day. I'm going to just wake up super early, which, you know, is not easy, but in the spirit of it, it felt like, well, this is the most peaceful way. I can just set this early alarm. They woke up every day um, since Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And um, so that time was never available to me to kind of recenter. And then Thursday evening when I was talking to my partner about how frustrated I was, and um, I think I actually said, well, you know, it can't get any worse. And then Friday, well, this morning at 1.30, my older daughter wakes up and she looks at her watch and she asks me uh, what time I set my alarm for and what time I'm getting up. And I kind of lost it. I was just like, go to sleep, please go to sleep. Um, what is happening and um, so it was like a 1.30 wake up and then again at 4.30 they were all awake and um, I was so focused on how awful it was and, and then I said, well, we're just going to all wake up and I went in the kitchen and I was like, okay, I'm going to have coffee this morning. Gosh darn it. Um, I'm a tea drinker now. I can't drink coffee because it makes me very like hyper, but I was so tired and I go to make the coffee and the French press breaks. <laughs> so I go, okay, all right, I'm gonna, um, I'm just gonna make a single serving in my cup. And I put the coffee filter in my cup and the coffee bag breaks and all the coffee grounds go in my cup. And at that point, I kinda just slinked down to the floor and sat there and thought, what is happening? <laughs> I started out at the beginning of the week just kind of noticing irritability and noticing like oh, I'm kind of getting in that like hypervigilance and then deciding to do some self-care then having that self-care crumble day by day or like the possibility of it you know not even not even become a reality and then the more I fixated on it the worse it got the more my thoughts were this is awful. I can't believe this is happening. Just please make it stop happening. <laughs> the worse it got. And um, I started listening to this book 
by um, Joe Dispenza called uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And it's a pretty revolutionary book. It's like very scientific, but also very woo-woo. But it really goes into the science of like your mind body connection and what happens when you think thoughts and that how thoughts become things and as I was sitting there thinking about this week I just thought well that's the thing like I tried even on Thursday I went to the aquarium with my oldest because I was like we're not going to try to do a bunch of stuff today I'm super cranky let's just try to go have some fun let's change the energy and even that I felt like I was pushing a little bit hard like I was I was like we're gonna have fun (laughs) And we're going to feel better. We are. Um, So there wasn't this sense of ease around it. There wasn't this sense of like relaxedness. It was still me trying to control things. Um, Which just doesn't work, right? And so I think there's like, for me, the takeaway was how tricky it can be when even when you're aware of the path you're on being not the path you want to be on and you're actively trying to redirect yourself, you can still kind of get lost if who you're being in that moment, who you're actually being is in the negative, right? That's some of what Dr. Dispenza talks about. It's like, it's not You don't receive what you want. You receive what you are being. So if in that moment you are, you know, you're tense and you're, you're grasping and you're stressed and you're still, it's like that continues to be, that energy continues to be, and that energy continues to attract more of that energy. And it's just, it's just awful. So finding a way to relax and I didn't know if it was going to happen today. I, I woke up, like I said, it was very, it was like one thing after another, and it was almost like it reached this crescendo. And then um, I said, all right, you guys, we're going to watch some Dinosaur Train. Here you go. You're going to get some TV time. Super special. Sometimes they don't even want to watch a show when I'm in this place because they sense that I want them to do it. And then they're like, never mind. They just want to hang out and they want me to read them stories. But today they were down with it because it was like 5 a.m. And um, I went in the back bedroom and just turned on a podcast and, and started to listen and started to tune myself back into this like more relaxed version of myself. And so... I'm offering that up because I'm wanting to share the things that come up when you are trying to be more aware of who you are and when you're actively trying to create a new version of yourself, which is what we're doing, what I'm doing, what we're doing as a family. Um, And it can be tricky And the feeling of defeat you experience when things do go awry, that's also a story that we start to tell ourselves. Like when when I was having trouble shifting that energy yesterday, 
you know, the story that came up in my head was very negative. <laughs> it's just this voice that's super um, not helpful. So being aware of that story that comes up, right, and setting that story down, I think is so key. And having a patient partner. <laughs> my, my partner was very patient. Um, and coming back to your kids and saying you're sorry, <laughs> which I did. Um, so I'm going to really try to practice this as we move through the next five weeks. I think it's going to be about five weeks on the road. And I think what's you know, coming up for me is trying to lean into this space of relaxation. Like, how do we find that space of relaxation? Um, because that's when we're in a state of being relaxed, that's where we can create from. Whether you're talking about actual, like, artistic creativity or just create positive change in your life, um, you have to be in this relaxed state. And... I was listening to another podcast um, that Martha Beck and her partner Rowan are putting out called, um, I think it's called Bewildered or Bewilderment. And um, she's talking a lot about this like concept of wilding, like returning to your senses as a, as like a wild creature a little bit. And I liked that. I felt like it made sense to me that all of the stress and the tension and the ego and the negativity that come up for us are connected to these stories we have in our head about who we are, about what we've been through, our history, about what the people around us think about us, this culture. But if we can set that aside and return to this wilder counter counterculture version of ourselves, there's like an instant relax that happens, an instant chill. And it doesn't have to just be like this wild, this wild way of like being in nature, which nature works very well for me. But she described it as like anything you do that really just returns you to your senses. Senses being like, you know, how do you feel? What are you hearing? Smelling all those things, who you are in your body and that truth. So check out her podcast. It was, it was really fun to listen to. And, um, I think we could all use a little permission to be wilder in our lives and, um, and use those tools to really find, find that relax. You know, it's, it's a really powerful place to be when you're in that relaxation. And when you're not, you're just out of control and miserable, which is kind of, kind of where I was, I just kept thinking, how can this be happening again? And um, it was happening again because I kept thinking about it <laughs> happening again. <laughs> so, so it did. Um, yeah. So just relax already. Take a deep breath and um, just take it easy. Let it be easy. Whatever that means for you, as Susie Moore says. 
So that's what I have for today, folks. We will see what this, uh, this podcast looks like as I'm out on the road. Sound quality might be a little less. Um, but I'll be sharing very honestly how it feels to be in a small, small space with my kiddos and the animals. I think the animals are what I'm most afraid of at this point, um, because they love each other, but they hate each other at the same time. And, uh, I'm a very light sleeper, (laughs) so (laughs) it's going to be fun. Um, I'll be sharing lots of photos of the rig and the places that we go and the friends that we meet and, um, hoping to make some time for some interviews along the way to just talk to some folks about finding what's true for them and creating a life and a version of themselves that feels a little wilder, a little more relaxed, a little more fun. And um, I think we all need more stories like that. So if you have a story, please reach out and DM me. Um, I'd love to have some conversations here. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. Sending you all lots of love and I hope you have a great week. Hey friends, if you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to do all those fun social things and like it, share it, leave a review. Uh, It will help the podcast and help me. And leave me a comment. Let me know if there's something that you'd like to hear more of as we get further along in this journey. Thanks so much for being here. Love you lots.